0: this media networks this is america's first news this morning with your host gordon deal your product is killing people Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Nicole Murray. On this Thursday, February 1st, glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour.
1: The leaders of several tech companies have taken another verbal beating from lawmakers who accuse them of failing to adequately protect children.
0: The House has overwhelmingly passed tax cuts for businesses and low-income families, but its path in the Senate is unclear.
1: With new election year rhetoric, President Biden is pledging... To shut down the border but what exactly does that mean
0: and when a team of warehouse robots needs a specialist known as a robot wrangler like scott samples at a roper plant in georgia
2: he's found them you know wandering off under people's desks or um, stranded at a receiving dock or um, even at times you know blocking the path of someone And then a worker will kind of be like, oh, they'll move to the left, but then the robot also moves to the left. So there's kind of like a standoff moment.
0: Liz Young at The Wall Street Journal on companies that use humans to babysit robots. Another dragging across the coals for tech CEOs by members of Congress over concerns that their social media platforms are harming children. A packed audience that included many families holding pictures of children added to the heightened emotions of yesterday's hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee, South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham.
3: Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people.
0: Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Meta. We work closely with law enforcement to find bad actors and help bring them to justice. But the difficult reality is that no matter how much we invest or how effective our tools are, there are always more, there's always more to learn and more improvements to make. Meta, parent of Facebook, reported about 27 million instances of suspected child sexual abuse material on its main platforms to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children back in 2022, far more than any other platform. It's not clear if the hearing, by the way, will lead to a legislative crackdown. The House has easily approved a $78 billion bipartisan package of tax breaks for businesses and low-income families, The temporary tax measure, which would increase the child tax credit and reinstate income deductions on business research and development and certain capital investments through 2025, was approved by a vote of 357 to 70. Massachusetts Democrat Richard Neal in favor.
3: What's in front of us tonight is pretty simple. 16 million children will benefit from the improvement to the child tax credit. That's a fact.
0: Opponent Thomas Massey, Republican from Kentucky.
3: There's something in this bill called
0: tax credits, but they're also called refundable. So what is a refundable tax credit?
3: It's welfare by a different name.
0: The bill would increase the amount that child tax credit claimants can receive as cash payments to up to $2,100 per child by next year at a total cost of $33 billion. Some Republicans who objected, to the lack of tax tax relief for state and local taxes, also known as SALT. The White House is blaming the group Islamic Resistance in Iraq for the drone attack in Jordan that killed three American soldiers last weekend and wounded some 40 others. IRI, as it's known, is a militant group operating in Iraq that's funded by Iran. Meanwhile, IRI says it's suspending attacks on U.S. military installations in Iraq and Syria. Reuters says the ceasefire decision of sorts came after pressure from Iran and Iraq, which felt the faction had gone too far. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby.
2: We're not going to take it at face value. And we recognize that they're not the only group that has been attacking our troops and our facilities in Iraq and Syria.
0: Separately, American officials say the U.S. struck up to 10 unmanned drones in Yemen that were preparing to launch. Also, a U.S. Navy ship. Shot down three Iranian drones and a Houthi anti-ship ballistic missile in the Gulf of Aden. Central Command says in a statement that there were no injuries or damage reported. If you still have landline phone service, you may have noticed that your monthly bills have been skyrocketing. That's because the FCC no longer regulates copper lines and phone companies are jacking up the price of their service. UMA is an internet home phone service that lets you keep enjoying the safety and peace of mind of a home phone without paying an arm and a leg. In fact, with a one-time purchase of the Uma Telo, you get internet home phone service for free. All you pay are applicable taxes and fees. Unlike mobile phones, UMA has address-based 911, so dispatchers will know exactly where to find you in an emergency. In the event you call 911, UMA can send a text alert to loved ones. UMA even includes a free mobile app so you can take your home number on the go. And don't worry, you can keep your home phone number for a one-time fee or get a new one for free. Setup is easy. It takes less than 10 minutes. Stop paying too much for home phone service. Visit UMA.com slash Gordon Deal today to get a special discount. That's O O M A. Com slash Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Thursday. President Biden is adopting newly hawkish rhetoric on migration this election year, pledging twice over the weekend to shut down the border if given the power by bipartisan Senate legislation that is still under negotiation. Meanwhile, House Speaker Mike Johnson.
3: Apparently we're concocting some sort of deal to allow the president to shut down the border after 5,000 people break the law. Why is it 5,000? If you add that up, there'd be a million more illegals into our country every year before we take remedial measures. It's madness.
0: More on the Biden pivot from Rafael Bernal, staff writer at The Hill. Rafael, what's up here?
3: Well, it's more than a little bit, really. Um, Biden, twenty twenty, was uh, campaigned on on the idea of mirroring everything Trump said. He's like, I, I'm going, I'm going to take Trump's rhetoric and turn it upside down and be the pro-immigrant president, and that that worked for him. He got elected, uh, and it was a big issue, of course. Um, now. You know, Biden, ahead of 2024, he's seeing poll numbers going in a different direction. He's seeing poll numbers on on acceptance of of immigrants, on fear, fears about the border going in, you know, going south. Um, And and he's shifting his rhetoric to meet the the political times.
0: Mm. All right. So he used the phrase shut down the border. What would that actually entail?
3: Well, a a lot of presidents have tried it, um, you know, going back centuries. But in sort of the modern era, Nixon was the first to to try it, created a little bit of chaos for a couple of days. But there is no such thing as shutting down the border. And especially post-NAFTA and USMCA, there's no holistic shutting down of the border. You you cannot stop commerce between the two countries without detonating a, a. economic disaster, more so in Mexico than in the United States, but it's certainly heavy inflationary pressures for the United States if that were to happen. So what Biden's saying is he, he would stop uh, processing asylum requests. This is a, this is an idea that really took hold uh, during the Trump years, Um, sort of blaming saying the problem With with immigration is that our asylum laws are too lax and they allow too many people to uh, apply for asylum and too many people are, quote unquote, gaming the system. Mm. Um, The other side basically says, no, our problem is we, we have the right asylum laws or the right asylum principles. We're just not funding our asylum system, and then we're getting chaos.
0: Wow. We're speaking with Rafael Bernal, staff writer at The Hill. His story is called, Can Biden Shut Down the Border Right Now? So the president, by himself, would have the authority to do what if he wanted to, Rafael?
3: It's it's actually unclear. Uh, but part of our, our broken immigration system that we hear a lot about is there are contradictory laws. President Trump... Uh, Proved uh, former President Trump proved that he could uh, implement policies that either kick back prospective asylum seekers to Mexico or to their home countries by you know di- different different methods and whether they actually got their asylum request in or not. Um, but all of those all of those policies were subject to lawsuits and and we never really got a resolution on how far the president can go to shut down the president the border for asylum the prospective uh, senate immigration deal presumably would put those powers into law and of course that that is uh, that is another debate
0: so go into some of those details then w- with these senate negotiations if they were to come to fruition and somehow uh you know uh, this deal would would pass and then clear the house and then be signed by the president
3: well, we don't know what's in there. The most important part is the, the negotiations have been pretty good at not leaking. The one thing that we do know is that we can safely say is in there because because the president parroted it by, by saying he would shut down the border is basically if there are a certain number of people who apply for asylum in, in a given day, I think that the limit that's being reported is 5,000, then... The federal government stops processing asylum claims that day.
0: Thanks, Raphael. That is Raphael Bernal, staff writer at The Hill. Twenty minutes after the hour on this morning. Here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one.
1: Social media CEOs testified at the U.S. Senate Judiciary hearing yesterday on the impact social media has had on children. Leaders of Meta, X, TikTok, and more were grilled by lawmakers who are accusing the platforms of failing to protect minors from sexual exploitations. Officials say other consequences for children have included depression, self-harm, and even suicide. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg addressed the families in the courtroom.
0: Being a parent is one of the hardest jobs in the world. Technology gives us new ways to communicate with our kids and feel connected to their lives, but it can also make parenting more complicated. And it's important to me that our services are positive for everyone who uses them.
1: Lawmakers say their goal is to work with the social media sites to pass legislation to protect minors. Number two. FBI Director Christopher Wei warned lawmakers that Chinese hackers are preparing to wreak havoc and cause real harm to the U.S. Ray said Chinese government-backed hackers are targeting pivotal structures such as water treatment plants, electrical infrastructures, and oil and natural gas pipelines.
0: They're not focused just on political and military targets. We can see from where they position themselves across civilian infrastructure that low blows aren't just a possibility in the event of a conflict. Low blows against civilians are part of China's plan.
1: The Chinese government has denied allegations of hacking efforts.
0: Number three. The
1: U.S. launched attacks on 10 unmanned drones in Yemen that were preparing to launch yesterday evening. U.S. officials say the U.S. Navy also shot down three Iranian drones and a Houthi anti ship ballistic missile in the Gulf of Aden. There were no injuries or damages reported. Alec Baldwin has pleaded not guilty to an involuntary manslaughter charge in the 2021 accidental fatal shooting of a cinematographer on a movie set. The actor was holding a prop gun while filming Rust in New Mexico when the gun fired a live round and killed 42-year-old Helena Hutchins. Baldwin has maintained that he did not pull the trigger on the gun before it fired. Apple's CEO issued a surprising warning to cut consumers. Tim Cook says to not use your smartphone too much on CBS.
3: I'm saying we, we made the phone not so that you'll use it all the time. We made the phone to make your life better. But for me, my, my simple rule is if I'm looking at the device more than I'm looking into someone's eyes, I'm doing the wrong thing.
1: What? Now you say this? Years yeah, later? This now you say this?
0: 17 years later? After the iPhone came out, right?
1: Um, I mean, okay, I guess. Thanks. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Nicole. Thanks for being with us. Robots of various shapes, sizes, and functions are now employed, doing everything from autonomously ferrying goods around warehouses to delivering food on college campuses. But far from replacing humans entirely, companies are finding automatons need a little hand-holding to learn how to function in the real world. Here's Liz Young at The Wall Street Journal. Liz, explain.
2: We really are seeing companies bring in these kinds of robot babysitters, robot minders to um, supervise the robots, right? So just like when you hire a new employee, it takes a little bit to get them up to speed. There might be some road bumps, they might, you know, not know where the bathrooms are. Um, The same thing happens with these robots. So these are robots that autonomously roll around in warehouses, ferrying goods, or they might be on college campuses delivering food orders to students. Um, and sometimes they get stuck. Sometimes they lose the GPS signal or <laughs> fall off the digital map and kind of get stranded. So these people really come in to kind of help people who are around these robots understand what they're there to do mm. um, and also to get them back on the right path when they need to.
0: Wow. All right. One of the guys you spoke to, this uh, Scott Samples, uh, robot wrangler for a subsidiary of GE Appliances, kind of what, what's he experienced?
2: Yeah. So Scott Samples is a robot wrangler, they call it, and he oversees a fleet of about two dozen robots at this manufacturing plant in Georgia that really they come in all shapes and sizes and they do all different kinds of tasks. Um, But he's found them, you know, wandering off under people's desks or um, stranded at a receiving dock or um, even at Times you know blocking the path of someone and then a worker will kind of be like oh they'll move to the left but then the robot also moves to the left so there's kind of like a standoff moment so Scott's job is to help the robot's figure out where to go next and scott's job is also to talk to the workers and say this is what's going on here that this is not something to be freaked out by ah
0: we're speaking with liz young reporter with the wall street journal's logistics report her story is called companies brought in robots now they need human robot wranglers um how about the woman uh, i think her name is jackie story at the university of tennessee
2: yeah absolutely so jc works at the University of Tennessee, like you said, and oversees these little robots, they're like little white boxes, they roll around on wheels, they have a little flag on them, and they um, deliver everything from like burgers and fries to coffee, things like that, to students. Um, You know, they kind of have speakers, they can be trained to play music, things like that. And she told me a few stories of of funny little things they did, including that one time she was lifting up a robot to plug in the charger underneath it. as she did every morning. And the robot kind of screamed at her and said, whoa, whoa, we have rights, you know. And she said she thought that was very funny. <laughs> That's
0: funny. That's just some really clever programming, I guess, by whoever you know put that robot together.
2: Yeah, I That's suppose funny. so.
0: <laughs> they have, uh, you said, uh, that, like some of these Wranglers say that the, some of these robots actually have reputations.
2: Yes, yes. So some of them become known for going a little too fast um as they enter their work area or um messing up the transfer of goods from one robot to another you know it'll kind of like drop it so they they definitely develop kind of a personality a reputation and workers kind of give them nicknames or um recognize the numbers on the side of them and and assign you know characteristics to them
0: Liz Young reporter at the Wall Street Journal now your ideas don't have to wait Now, they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at dell.com slash welcome to now. That's dell.com slash welcome to now. An all-star team of the world's best journalists bring you the facts Each and every morning, this is America's First News, this morning with Gordon Deal. Hey, thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Thursday, February 1, Gordon Deal with Nicole Murray. Some of our top stories and headlines. The House passes a tax cuts bill for businesses and low-income families, but it's unclear what the Senate will do with it. Three dead, nine injured after a building collapse near the Boise Airport. Investors sent stocks down after the Fed said an interest rate cut in March was unlikely. In football, the Seahawks hired Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as head coach. Iowa basketball star Caitlin Clark, now the second all-time leading scorer in college history, and the rideshare driver who calls himself Philly Jesus. That story in about 20 minutes. The U.S. economy grew at a 3.3% annual pace in the fourth quarter, well above the 2% expected by economists. That put the overall growth rate at 3.1% for the full year, so much for those Expecting a recession, but how exactly has the economy avoided a slowdown that so many once considered a given? Here's Hannah Erin Lang, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Hannah, take us through it.
4: So, if we go back to 2022, um, you know, prices had been skyrocketing for about a year, coming out of the pandemic, as I'm sure many of us remember. Um, The Federal Reserve, the country's central bank, starts to raise interest rates. Um, A mechanism that sort of pumps the brakes on the economy and and is meant to slow those price increases down. Um, And by some economists' view, this was maybe more like uh, slamming the brakes. uh, Because prices were rising so quickly, the Fed made some uh, pretty aggressive hikes to interest rates over about a year and a half. Um, And basically what happens if you look to economic history is that we often see this familiar cycle play out. Uh, Inflation picks up, the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, and what often happens because it's such a tricky balancing act is that the Fed has often hiked rates too high, too fast, slowed the economy down too much, and tipped things into a downturn or a recession. Um, And so that's what many economists sort of thought was going to play out in this case as well.
0: Instead, we wind up with a 3.1 percent growth for the full year of 2023. And one of the reasons, as you pointed out, was that uh, when it comes to spending, Americans were just like,
4: go, go, go. Yes, yes. Yeah. The number one thing I would say that surprised economists and myself this year covering the economy is yet the American consumer just has not stopped spending. Um, They're spending on goods. They're spending on services over the summer. They were spending on vacations and restaurants and taylor swift concerts um, so and then they didn't really dial back during the holidays either um so you know consumer spending is a huge piece of the economy it's about 70 percent of gdp um so this was a huge part of what kept the economy humming throughout 2023 and, and steered us away from anything that looked like a recession
0: mm. we're speaking with hannah erin lang personal finance reporter at marketwatch her story is called economists expected a recession They got strong growth instead. So I guess along with all that spending comes uh, like the the strong jobs market that was part of this too.
4: Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that typically happens um, that can trigger a recession or look like a recession when the Fed starts raising rates is that uh, the unemployment rate rate will rise Um, And and the Fed is always trying to balance those two things as well. Um, But yeah, the labor market was remarkably strong throughout 2023. Of course, we did see some layoffs in the white collar sector especially. um, But for the most part, unemployment remains at a really healthy level um, from a historic perspective. Jobless claims are still remarkably low. Um, And yeah, as one economist that I spoke to uh, put it, you know, if people are still getting paychecks, they're going to have the confidence to keep spending. So it sort of has has propped up this other piece of of consumer spending that we're talking about as well.
0: Jeez. So is talk of a recession completely off the table or is it still sort of in the background for 2024?
4: Yeah, yeah, I think it depends who you talk to. I would say that uh, the the pessimism has definitely dialed down a lot over the past year and a half. Um, And, I, you know, I think the past year has proven the optimist right. So um, I think, you know, folks are are modifying their expectations um, because of that. You know, I think that there are still some areas to watch or uh, concerns red flags if you will Um, with these high spending levels we've also seen that americans are dipping into their savings a little bit more we've seen the personal savings rate drop sharply um, from the pandemic days Um, so it seems like folks are spending more, saving less. Uh, they're also turning to debt in many cases. We're seeing credit card debt at record, record high levels. Um, buy now, pay later services were used extens- extensively uh, during the holiday season. Um, so you know, there's, there's um, some concern there that if we did see the tide turn in, say, the labor market, for instance, and folks started losing their jobs on a larger scale, that that could put some households in a really tough spot. Um, That being said, a lot of the economists I've talked to have have modified their recession expectations. As I mentioned, Uh, one I spoke with put it this way, that he's dismissed the idea of an actual recession or a true economic slowdown, um, but instead is just expecting a, a bumpy ride in the year ahead, if you will.
0: Thanks, Hannah. Hannah Erin lang personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Today's
5: Mic Drop is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Welcome into Friday Eve. It is time now for the Mic Drop with this morning's Mike Gavin. Good morning. Well, there are a few among us who aren't concerned about our dad bods, and most of us do what we can to make sure we're seen in the most flattering light. That even goes for the 28-year-old Super Bowl-bound quarterback some are already saying is the greatest of all time time patrick mahomes isn't thrilled with nfl films right now after footage of him in the chief's locker room surface which he considered less than flattering of his physique after catching wind of the clip on social media mahomes posted yo why do they have to do me like that (laughs) hashtag dad bod season mahomes is a father of two which he also made sure to point out the internet loved mahomes reaction calling it very relatable and some saying he's an inspiration to dads Mm. everywhere that's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy because like, I, I watched that quarterback show on Netflix. Yeah. and showed just his unbelievable training regimen, like, even during the season. Right, it's just nonstop for him. For the, so for him to even
0: appear into some angles to have any kind of dad bod is kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I remember watching that, and I thought. Uh a lot of that is just designed to prevent injury, right? Yeah, I guess of, so. just kind of maintaining joints and muscles, especially those those post game workouts. Right, right, right. He's trying to stay active. But, oh, keep but, the I mean, blood he's got, flowing. But.
5: Yeah, you know he's got like you know personal chefs and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it was probably just the angle of, of it all that probably made things look a little worse <laughs> than it actually is. At least that's what I'm going to go with.
0: Anyway, when he reacts, Mahomes to stuff, yes. it's just. It's, like, spot on. Well, yeah, yeah. He's not bothered here at all. That. Yeah,
5: yes, yeah. He does not taking himself too seriously. Even yeah. though he didn't like it, he's not taking himself too seriously. Right.
0: Besides, if I'm looking at him in the locker room mm-hmm. through NFL films, I'm probably <laughs> distracted by his Super Bowl rings. Am right. I not?
5: Yeah. E- exactly, because once again, they're going to the Super Bowl, which is why he was yeah. on film in the first place. By the
0: way, speaking of locker rooms, yeah. I-, I-, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, there's a guy in our locker room at the gym, and yeah. I don't know that you've encountered him. But he's the naked talker.
5: Oh, boy. No, I have not, thankfully. Yeah.
0: So this was a while ago. But he's one of those guys who is standing in front of his locker getting changed and then drops his towel and turns to face you to speak. <laughs> like, hey, how yeah. was your workout? Yeah.
5: I think every gym has one of those. Yeah. Again, thankfully, I have not bumped into him. I call him
0: the naked talker. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, are we really having
5: this conversation yeah. now? Like,
0: put your underwear on and and. You know, yeah. then let's discuss. Things. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a time and a place. Yeah. And
5: that is not the time or the place. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and those of us who aren't super rich pro athletes sometimes need to go to extreme measures to keep ourselves in shape. One British man did just that, but also wound up with a visit from the cops. The UPI says Daniel Fairbrother was practicing running with a refrigerator strapped to his back when he was stopped by officers because they thought he stole it. Daniel explained the fridge was helping him train for the London Marathon where he will attempt to break the Guinness World Record for the fastest marathon carrying a household appliance. The current record, in case you were wondering, stands at 2 hours, 4 minutes, and 13 seconds. Daniel says the police encounter was embarrassing, but he also understood why running with a fridge on his back might seem suspicious. Police later wish Daniel all the best with his training for the
0: marathon. Of course there's a Guinness World Record for that. Well,
5: There's literally one for
0: everything, so sure, that's, that's not even the craziest one I've heard today (laughs) that one seems pretty tame by comparison the fastest marathon carrying a household appliance yes so he's training with a refrigerator yes with hopes that he might just run with a food processor or something smaller like he's going to run with a refrigerator well
5: i think this is that this is like a certain size of appliance i see yeah yeah so (laughs) this this is the fridge and up category
0: i'm running in the xl (laughs) appliance category exactly yikes thanks mike for all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, they provide real-time product availability online and have sourcing specialists who can help you track down hard-to-find items. And their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call one 800 granger click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Glad you're with us. Welcome into Thursday. In our fast-paced and often demanding lives, the importance of taking regular vacations cannot be overstated. Fox News has reasons taking time off is worth it for body and mind. Number one, stress reduction and mental health. Continuous work without breaks can lead to burnout and increased stress levels. Number two, improved physical health. Chronic stress and depression have been tied to things like heart disease and weakened immune systems. Number three, enhanced productivity and creativity. The National Library of Sci- uh, of Medicine says breaks from work can improve task performance. Number four, stronger personal relationships. Quality time on vacation helps build strong bonds and create lasting memories. Number five, increased job satisfaction. Vacations usually contribute to a positive workplace culture, resulting in happier and more engaged employees. Eight minutes in front of the hour on This Morning. Once again, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one. The
1: U.S. is blaming the Islamic resistance in Iraq for the deadly drone attack that killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan. President Biden has said he decided how he plans to respond, but did not provide specifics. Florida Congressman Michael Waltz on Fox.
5: We have to hit things Iran cares about, like its operatives, uh, its facilities, its oil terminals. Iran will trade the lives of its proxies. That's a good trade uh, for militia lives for ours. We have to start taking Iranians off the
0: battlefield.
1: Biden has specified he is not seeking war with Iran.
0: Number two.
1: The House has passed a $78 billion bipartisan package that would provide tax breaks for businesses and low income families through 2025. The temporary tax measure, titled the Tax Relief of American Families and Workers Act, would increase the child tax credit and reinstate business deductions that were revoked during the Trump administration. This includes deducting the cost of U.S.-based research and investments in machinery and equipment Florida Republican Matt Getz.
0: This is not a tax bill. This is a welfare bill masquerading as a tax bill.
1: The bill now moves to the Senate. Number three. A federal judge has ruled California residents do not have to pass a background check when purchasing bullets. U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez says the law violates the Second Amendment of the Constitution because people cannot use their guns in self defense if they cannot buy ammunition. The law, which took effect immediately, is meant to help police find people who have guns illegally. Senate negotiators have struggled to finalize the bipartisan package that would include stricter immigration policies as well as aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Republicans have demanded the crisis at the southern border be addressed, while Democrats say supporting its allies is in America's best interests. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Chuck Schumer.
3: We on the Democratic side are pursuing getting all of this done. Ukraine, Israel, humanitarian aid, Indo-Pacific. Border together.
1: Police in Italy discovered a surprise on the road a deliriously exhausted man that took a long walk to cool off from an argument with his wife. Just how long? 280 miles, averaging 40 miles a day. He has returned home. Mm.
0: Well, she brought up stuff from nine years ago, is why.
1: I, I'm dying to Can't know she, what the topics see. of that argument That's, were. I'm
0: pretty sure they're deep. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. Ever feel like your finance software just isn't cutting it anymore? I say dump it. Hey, it's Gordon Deal, here to tell you about Ramp. It's the financial software you need to manage your expenses and avoid unnecessary work. You see, Ramp is more than a corporate card. It's a spending management software. It'll save you time and put money back in your pocket. Ramp gives your finance teams control and insight. You can issue a card to each employee with specific limits and automated expense reports. Ramp will systematically collect receipts and categorize expenses in real time. Just go to ramp.com Gordon. No more chasing down receipts or long hours on reports. Businesses using Ramp save an average of 5% in their first year. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Ramp.com Gordon. That's R-A-M-P dot com Gordon. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank, members FDIC, terms and conditions apply, get $250 when you join Ramp. Ramp.com/slash Gordon. Thanks for being with us. After nearly 10 years, a Philadelphia Lyft driver is returning to the streets and reprising his role as Philly Jesus. Michael Grant, who is known as Philly Jesus, became a social media celebrity about a decade ago when he first took on the role. Grant took local TV station Fox 29 for a ride in his holy Acura, complete with gospel music playing, along with the holy Bible on the dashboard and rosary beads in his hand. Grant's shifts are 10 hours a day, six days a week, taking only Sunday off. And He said not all his customers enjoy the act, of course. Grant was arrested for trespassing at an Apple store back in 2016. Then came a divorce and the deaths of his dad and grandmother, which all kept him away from his role. But he's back. He says it's like a church on wheels. He picks up a passenger, turns up the gospel music, and in his white robe, he turns around to the customer and says, Jesus is taking the wheel today. That'll do it for this hour. For Nicole Murray and Mike Gavin, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.